Yud Gimel Amad Aleph. The first line, when it gets a little bit wider, when it juts out under the Taisis, first word line is Ha, in the middle of that line, at the fourth word, it says Ki. Kinach Nashi Duravasi. So the Gemara from here till the middle of the next Amud is going to be uh, relating three incidences that happened, and Ravasi is involved in them. And the reason they're all mentioned here is because when Ravasi passed away, they got all the Tamidim together and said, let's get together a few of the, the famous things that uh, had involved him. So, Kinach Nashi Ravasi, when Ravasi passed away, Ailu Rabbanan, the rabbis went up to get together, to gather together some of his teachings. And, uh, you know, anyone who had heard something, uh, speak up now. So, Amalehumi Rabbanan, Rabyankiv Shmei. So, it was uh, one of them whose name was Rabyakov, and he had the following tradition. We put a. Do we mark this uh, hachi yesterday? Yeah. Okay, so we'll put a maybe a diamond or a triangle, whatever it was, series marking around the, that word hachi. Three lines later, the last words in the line are Hadar Yasvi, which is going to be another. Um, call it the triangles, another triangle on that. That's going to be the second incident. And on the first line, on Amud Bey's, the last two words of the line are Hadur Yasvi, they were sitting again. So it's going to be three uh, incidences uh, that where Ravasi has what to say that are going to be uh, recorded. Here's the first. Hachi Amar Ravasi, Amar Rabbi Mani. Kashem she'en isha nikneis bepachas mishavapruta. Just like a woman, we spent some time on this recently, cannot be acquired with less than something that's worth a pruta. Kach ein karka nikneis bepachas mishavapruta. Land also cannot be acquired using something less. So the shavapruta is 27 cents. You cannot be mekadesh woman with 26 cents, and you also can't acquire land. Amrulei, they said back, now I guess this is they said back to Rabbi Yaakov, who's reporting this, vehatanya, well, what do you do with this? Bryce says, almost a one-line Bryce, it says, Afal isha Even though less than a Shavapruta won't work for a woman to acquire as a wife, Karka nicknames, yes, Bipachasmishavapruta. That, that's about as clearly the opposite as you could possibly have. Yes, land can be acquired for less than a Shavapruta. Amarlei, so he says back, uh, well, what we mean over there when we say less than a Shavapruta is not through the institution of Kesef, Rather, Kitanya he that Bryce is talking about Chalipin. Chalipin is like the kerchief lifted up or put down. In other words, you have to use something for Chalipin, but it's talking about Chalipin. Desanya, like we see in the following Tanaic source, Koinin Bekli, and what do you mean Koinin? Not a Kli, but with the Kli. The Kli is the means of the Kenyan. That's otherwise known as Chalipin. Even though it's not worth a Shavapruta. So indeed, he's agreeing that Chalipin will work for land. But if you're going to use kesef, like to exchange money, it has to be at least a shavaputa's worth of value. Hadar Yasvi, they were at another time sitting, Vikamri, and here's another uh, issue which came up. Hadamar of Yudamar Shmuel, that which he said, any person who doesn't have expertise in knowing the laws of Gitin Kedushin, should really not get involved with it. Like, you got to be a clear expert. That's what was said by Rav Yudamar Shmuel. Amar Ravasi, and here's where Ravasi comes in, I know in his name, that's why we're mentioning this here. He said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that uh, somebody who gets involved and really doesn't have the proper level of expertise, that's actually more difficult or detrimental to the world, even uh, it's pretty heavy than the Dora Mabel. Shinamar, he brings a Pasuk. This Pasuk is uh, from Hoshea, the beginning of the fourth parak of Hoshea. 
and it lists off a number of uh, averas that unfortunately the Jewish people were involved in. And it says, uh, Allah, Allah is like a swearing, probably falsely, v'chachesh, denying, ratzayach, murder, ganoiv, thievery, na'oiv, adultery, partsu, I don't underline the word partsu, like litfrotz means to burst forth or to, to break through all bounds, kama v'damim, v'damim nagau, and blood hath toucheth blood. Okay, that's the pasuk. Now, it's a wonderful pasuk. It sounds very... Um, prophetic, it's actually Hoshea, what does it have to do with our points? My mashma, we're talking about how do you see that um, if you don't know, you're not an expert in Gitzin and Kedushin, you shouldn't have anything to do with it, we're being this what does one have to do with the other? What does the Pasuk have to do with that? My mashma, well, similar to the way Rav Yosef translates into Aramaic that Pasuk when he translated as Moldin Bonin Minashei that the Domin Bedom Nago is that they'll give birth there'll be Jewish births from like other people's wives and, and there will be um, more uh, things that are negative on top of other things that are negative in other words like sin will be labeled upon sin Uksiv, you read the next Pasuk there this is the Hemshech the Hosea Perik Dalit the previous was Pasuk Base. this is now Pasuk Gimel Alkain therefore the word will the land will be destroyed and displaced will be all those who uh, dwell in it so not only the 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 wild animals the birdies even the fish will be gathered in and like destroyed the fish even the fish yeah and what do we know about the doramabel though the ilubadoramabel when there was also a, a widespread destruction. There, the fish were not included in the Gzera. Shanamar, like Pus says clearly in the original Mabel story, who died everyone that was on dry land, but not the fish. However, in this case, the way the prophet describes it, will be destruction even for the fish of the sea. And therefore, if even the fish of the sea are going to be destroyed, we're, we're very lucky these days for like a million and one reasons. One of them, we have unbelievable science and technology. There's just some unbelievable things underneath the ocean that for basically all of human history, no one even saw. You can see the stars, very hard to see the creatures underneath and the, the videos and the, the pictures. Anyway, there's a lot going on underneath there. Where it says, one second, maybe we had quite a list of things that were wrong you had like adultery and murder and maybe what the Pasuk there is saying it'll be a greater destruction because of all those sins together not just the issue of um, marriage and divorce no no you can't say that that's a possibility because the Pasuk says and now true this is a Pasuk we were in Hoshea Perak Dalid this is Jeremiah Perak 23 but it's still it's the concept of when bad things happen like this Kimibnei Allah, that's only one of them, because because of false swearing of Laharetz, the land will be mourning. Okay, so false swearing, very bad. That was one of the things in the list. That was the first in the list, was Allah swearing falsely. Okay, maybe swearing falsely is really, really bad. But everything else together you need to have denial, murder, thievery, adultery, and also the issue of which is lack of clarity in Gitin and Kedushin. The Gemara concludes and says, no, because did the Pasuk say, Mi 
Ooh, part two with the vav. I emphasize double underline the vav. It didn't say that in the pasuk. It rather said part two ksiv. In other words, it's its own issue. The pasuk said part two, and then it said damim bedamim nago. In other words, each one in and of itself is uh, significant. Hadri Yasfi, we noted this, this is the third where Ravasi is going to have what to say. Hadri Yasfi Amri Haditznan, we have a Mishnah, not here, but Mesechas Kinim. Mesechas Kinim is uh, 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 birds, two birds, there's certain things that Korbanus uh, process two birds. One of them is when a woman gives birth, a Yoledes. Yoledes, after she gives birth, she brings two birds, one's a Chatas, one's an Oila. Ditznan, the uh, mission over there says, is just a little bit longer than a one line quote from that Mishnah. Let's say you have a woman, she gave birth, she has her, t- her uh, she has a bird, she brings Sheheviya Chatasa, she brings a bird for her carbon Chatas, Umesa, and then uh, she gets hit by a bus the next day. Now she's also supposed to bring a carbon Ola with another bird. She's not here anymore, she's dead. Do the Yorshim have to take from the estate and purchase a korbanola on her behalf or not? Well, says this uh, uh, Mishnah, Yaviu Yorshin Oilasa. The Yorshin, those who inherit her and inherit her estate, will um, from that estate uh, bring a korbanola for her. That's the end of the quote of the Mishnah. Amar Rav Yehuda, Ayn Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, encircled Shmuel. Vehu, okay, one second. When is it when the Yorshim are going to bring a Karban Ola from money left over in the estate, not just money left over, it has to be while she was alive, before she got hit by the bus and died, she separated out an animal which was going to be for a Karban Ola. Now she's six feet under, kind of hard to do that while she is dead. If she didn't specially separate it out while she was still alive, lo, there would be no responsibility on the, uh, the heirs of the estate to do that. Now, didn't she have to bring a carbon? Yeah, if she was alive, she'd have to bring a carbon. That shibud, we'll call it, that responsibility that the when she was alive, she was in charge of the estate, but now she's dead, that the estate has to cover the cost of it, clearly then, Alma Kesavra, I vectored the word Alma, it must be that this approach, this Rabbi Yudah Marshmul approach, holds that shibuda lav daraisa. And I double underline the lav. Shibuda is not Daraisa. What does it mean it's not Daraisa? So Rashi across from here on the fourth narrow line in the Rashi. Dibra Maschil, Lav Shibudahi. Read that inside. What does it mean that therefore the Shibud is not Daraisa? Laimar, to say, the Nachsohi de Inish, that a person's assets are Raven Bay, are like guarantee the things that he has to do. And they actually have to pay up the estate itself. Regardless of the person has to pay up. And therefore, whether he had borrowed money from somebody else, written into a document, or even just orally, the estate, even after death, would have to pay it up. Comma. Ella, rather what we're going to say, if it was a milva bishtar, I squiggle underline bishtar, shehu he personally was mishabed, his estate, to guarantee paying that back to chsivle, like the Lushan in the document would be, my assets are uh, responsible to you, then Mishtabdi, then even after he died, the estate would have to pay up. Kama, however, a Milva Alpeh, a squiggle on an Alpeh, was just a verbal agreement, lo Mishtabdi. Okay, and here there's no written out contract before, and therefore it must be that that Shibud is not the Raisa. Back in the Gemara, Amar, and almost forgot why we're here, Ravasi, 
as we're here because it's something that Ravasi had said. I'm Ravasi, I'm Ravasi, and circled Rabbi Yochanan. He says, uh, no, you have a situation, woman gave birth. She brings an animal for a korban chatas, then she dies, that the Yorshin bring her Ola. That's not only if she separated it out before she died, but rather, even if she didn't separate it out before she died, the estate would have to bring the korban Ola. Now, if the estate is bringing the korbanola, it must be Alma, a vector of the word Alma, Kisavar, that this approaches of the opinion, Shibuda have Deoraisa, that the Shibuda actually is Deoraisa, and the estate, just like would have to pay up if it was a document that had written in that there was Achrayas, so too in this case. Okay, so essentially it's a machokas between Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. Is Shibuda Raisa, or is it not? The Gemara asks a question. The question takes about five lines to develop. And says, but we saw Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan argue about the exact same thing elsewhere. And the principle there is also, is she with Daraisa or not? And why do we need to hear it here? They already argued about this once. Colon. Deravu Shmuel. I circled just Shmuel's name. Here they're on the same side. These would be the first generation Gedele Hador in Bavel. Da'amri Travayu. They both say, Amilva Alpeh, Eina Gaivamina Yorshin. If someone had a verbal agreement to pay back and then he dropped dead, the Yorshin do not have to pay that back, and also lo min which clearly indicates, now why? Didn't the guy promise he would pay back? Yeah, but he's dead now. What about the estate? The estate is not derais, that it's chayiv to pay back those debts. Kama, as opposed to Rabbi Yochanan, I circled Rabbi Yochanan, and Reish Lakish, just circled Rabbi Yochanan, they take the other side, these are the first generation of my Rahim in Eretz Dami Travayo, the two of them say, Milva Alpeh, if you had a verbal loan agreement, Gova Bain Mina Yorshin Bain Mina is always going to be collected. And that would seem to indicate clearly the, the underlying issue behind that is that it must be that Shibud is yes to Araisa. Okay, and that's essentially our question. Why do we have to have Rabbi Yochanan and Shmuel recorded here as arguing in his Shibud Araisa, not Araisa? We see that they argue about the exact same thing elsewhere. And the Gemara answers, as it often does in these types of cases, with a tzricha, that both places we needed to hear the machlekes, colon. In other words, we had to hear it in the case of a milva, where it was alone and the guy dropped dead. And we also had to hear it in the case of a yoledes, where the woman who just gave birth died before she was able to bring another korban. Colon. marbaha. I squiggle underline the word di. If we were told the machlekes shmuel and in the case of alone, Oh, that's where Shmuel says that you do not collect. It's not some sort of a biblical responsibility written in the Chumash. It's his own personal deal that he made. And that's why if it's just verbal, there'd be no responsibility to the estate. In the case of Yoledis, where do we know that Yoledis is supposed to bring her Chatas and Ola? Look in the good book. It's like, it's Mefurish in the Pesukim. Amai might have thought there, Shmuel would agree to their side and say that no, the estate would have to bring the other Korban. Okay, and therefore it's necessary to have told us the case of Yoledis. Why not then just teach us the case of Yoledis that there's a Machlokas? If we were just told the Machlokas, Shmuel versus Rabbi Yochanan in a case of Yoledes, Bahakam Rabbi Yochanan, that's where Rabbi Yochanan would say that a milva, ksuva, betara, kiksuva, bishtar, dami. Lettuce is, how do we know that there's a responsibility to bring that? The psukim say there's a responsibility. Of a Bahak, where it was just simply a loan, and the loan itself was only a verbal understanding, Ema Moidule the Shmuel might have thought they would agree with Shmuel, and there would not be the responsibility of the estate to pay it up. Therefore, 
Sricha. That's why it was necessary to bring out this Machlokah Shmuel versus Rabbi Yochanan in both cases. Okay, can we get a little psak here? Yep. Amar of Papa Hilchasa. We don't always have this, but every once in a while we do. The Gemara, at least for Papa Paskins, Halachala Maisa. Amilva Alpeh, Goivamina Yorshin. So if there was a verbal agreement, and someone said they would pay back verbally and then drop dead, the estate would have to pay it back. But not if previous purchasers had purchased things after the lien had been created, they would not be responsible to give that item back uh, to be able to pay the debt. Colon. Which I underlined, how come because Shibuda is the Arisa. If the Shibuda is the Arisa, then whether it is written into a document or even if it's only oral, it has to be paid up even by the estate. Kama, underline those four words. Why would the Lakuchos therefore not have the responsibility to make sure this was paid? They, they bought whatever item they bought after the requirement was already brought into existence to have the estate pay this. Well, because how are they supposed to know about that? If it's not documented, you're not understood that people would necessarily know that. Therefore, delays like Kala, there was no coil that there was that previous arrangement, and therefore they're not responsible. Okay, now we've spent close to two weeks on like the first two, three lines of the first Mishnah. There was the rest of the Mishnah, and we'll spend the rest of today sheer till we get to the top of Yud Dalit Amud Beis, uh, going through the other things. We had said a woman acquires is acquired, and then she can acquire herself. The Mishnah said this is back to the Mishnah of Beis Amunalav. Those are the two ways. So the Gemara has no problem with one of them and is going to search for the reason of the other. Bishlama, when it comes to get, that if a husband gives a wife a get, she acquires herself, she's totally on the market again, free like she was before she was married. Where do we know that? Well, the Pasuk says, Vikasav law Sefer Krisus. That's Mefush black on white in every single Sefer Torah. He writes out a, a get. Elamisas habaal minalan. We sort of took it as a given. How do you know if you have a woman who's married and the husband dies that she's back on the market again? Who says? Well, and the Gemara is going to take a few attempts to figure this one out. I put a number one in the margin here and circled it. One line later, I put a number two in the margin and circled it. Four lines later, first word on the line is Alma. I put a number three in the margin and circled it. And about eight lines below that, first word on the line is lace, I put a number four in the margin circle. It as we go through, I'll say which approach it is. So the Gemara's first attempt, how do we know that if you have a married couple and the husband drops dead, that she's now totally free? So the first attempt is, well, Svarahu, it kind of makes sense, right? What was her status before she got married to this guy? She was free, she was single, right? Who ossered her from being able to have a relationship with any other guy? He did. So who ossera? He ossered her when they were a couple. But who sharsa? And now by the fact that he's gone, he's dead, he would permit her, right? Isn't that sort of logical? That would make sense? The Gemara says, well, maybe not. Because you have situations where when a couple gets married, there's situations that are now ushered to her. And even after one of the two partners dies, they're still usher. Vaha Arias. Like imagine if you have a, uh, a guy who gets married to a woman. Uh, can she uh, hook up maybe later in life with her father-in-law? No. Even after her husband dies? That's right, even after her husband dies. In other words, the ones who became usher through the marriage would still remain usher even if one of the partners passed away. So, Vaha Arias de Asr Lahu, 
the loy sharilu and death of that partner doesn't permit them. So that can't be the logic. Ella, so I squiggle and the Ella. This would be the second attempt. How do we know that Misa Sabal totally frees a wife? Well, Midama Rachmana. We have a case where the Torah says, Yevama She'en Labanim Asura. If you have a couple, no children, husband dies, the Yevama, she's Asur to go out and marry anyone else. What would the simple diuk from that be? Ha, Yesh Labanim, if there were children and the husband dropped dead, Mutera, she'd be permissible. Right? That, that seems to be uh, pretty sound. Well, says the Gemara, not necessarily. Vidilma, maybe you would have thought that Allah was like this. Three word phrase. Ain la bonim. If you have a couple, husband dies. There's no children there. Asura la alma. She's forbidden to go anywhere else. Visharia la Except she'd be permissible to the surviving brother to do yibum. Kamba. Another three word phrase. Yesh la bonim. If there were children from the first relationship, maybe. Lakuli almanami asura. She's asura to everyone. She was ushered to almost everyone except the surviving brother. Maybe she's ushered to everyone. So that, that could be Ella. So he squiggle underline the word Ella. This would be the third attempt. How do we know that Mrs. Abal frees her totally? Ella, maybe from here. Mida Amarachmana, since the merciful one in the Psukim says, Almana Lakaingadal Asura. Who's an Almana? Her husband died. Okay, so you have a woman, husband died. Can she hook up a good shidduch, her and the Kohen Gadol? No, that's not a good shidduch. Okay, that's not a good shidduch. Ha, the Kohen Hedjot, if it's just any other Kohen, and for that matter, like a regular Levi or Yisroel, Sharia should be permissible. From there we see that a woman whose husband died would be permissible. Right? Well, maybe not. Maybe, the way we understand or should understand that is, Vedilma le Kohen Gadol belav. Maybe if you have an Almana and she wants to get married to the Kohen Gadol, Lo sase, can't do it. Lekule Alma, if she wants to get married to anyone else, her husband died. Maybe there the Isser would be not as intense as a love, but maybe it would be a essay. A mitzvah's essay, a love, haba, michlal essay, you're not allowed to do this because of what the Torah says you're supposed to do, is considered an essay. Let's see the Rashi. What would exactly be the essay over here? Rashi is about five lines above where we were in the Gemara. Dibra Maska, Lekule Alma essay. So the Pasuk says, this is, um, in the case of a get, Pasuk says, quote, four words, V'yotso, V'haisa le'ish acher. And she goes out, and she is to another man. And she gets married to another man. Via what? Al yedei That's the V'yotso. She goes out because she was divorced by her first husband. Kama, V'lo al yedei misa. Not, though, if her first husband drops dead. Kama, de, this one word. V'shilcha, Right? The Shilchan, he sends her out. Let's Lazu this one because he divorced her, gave her a get, mashma, and that would be an essay that Vishilchi sent her out. The essay equals an essay. That's how you would get a mitzvah essay here. So you might think, maybe not, but you might think that for an Amana to marry is a losase. For her to marry anyone else, she'd violate an essay. Now, the Gemara says one side. That's really strange. What's the nature, then, of this mitzvah's essay? High essay, my avidite. Like, what would it serve to do? What, what are we saying, then, it would be the status of an almana? E, I squiggle line the word, the, the, ah, mitzvah's habal. If the husband passes away, and before there was a big no-no for her to, like, have a relationship with another guy, and then he passes away, and it's only an essay, well, why are we going from totally 
usher losa say death penalty to just an essay tishri lagamri if she's becoming permissible she becomes permissible across the board on the other hand e i squiggle underline that word e e delayahanis misas abal if her husband dying would have no effects then took Milsa she should keep her original state of being she was once a married woman can't get married again the Gemara rejects that and says well one second maybe the nature of the mitzvah essay is as follows Allah Maloy why not afikta mimisa himta al essay and we even are going to have a precedent for that maybe when she was married and her husband was alive if she would have a relationship with another guy that's like death penalty maybe then it says you know what now that her husband's dead she still shouldn't have a relationship with another guy but the only thing she would violate would be an essay midi dehave which is actually very similar at least in concept to psule hamukdashim you have hektish animal and the hektish animal becomes kadosh what was its original status the mi'ikara ispuhu mi'ila if you misused it you decided to have a barbecue and shucked in your backyard, you would violate Mi'ila, and, let's say it was a sheep, it would also be, if you didn't decide to shecht it, Asiri Begizva It would be Asir to shear it, Asir to work it. On the other hand, Kama Parkinhu, if you have an animal that was a carbon and then it developed a mum and you redeem it properly, then as far as the Mi'ila, there's no more Mi'ila. You could have a barbecue in your backyard and use that for the steak or for the lamb chops. However, Asiri would still be Asir which means it would still retain some level of Isser, but not the high level of Isser. In which case, we could say the same thing by a married woman. Maybe when she's married, if she has a relationship with another guy, that's death penalty. When her husband dies, maybe it's just the essay that would, retain, that would be retained and she would just have that level of Isser. Ella, so we squiggle underline the Ella and put a number four in the margin. This is... How we know that when you have a married couple and the husband dies, that the woman is totally free? Mida Amar Kra, Pasuk says, this is in the concept of a married couple. War is in the air. He gets called up to the army, and the Pasuk says, Pen Yamus Bemilchama, lest he, the married man, die in war, Ve'ish Acher, dot online the word Acher, Yikachen, and some other man takes her as a wife. Okay? Now, what do you mean some other man takes her as a wife? Because her first husband died, we see then Mis Sabal allows her to have somebody else take her. Mask if she should braid her of Eddie. but one second, maybe I'll tell you who's this Acher? It's the deceased's brother, because the one who went to war and died was married to her, and they had no children. And the Acher is the Yavam who's stepping up and, and taking his responsibility. Man Acher, maybe it's the Yavam. Yeah, it could be. Says Ravashi, no. No, no, that's not a possibility. And I got two reasons to tell you why that's not possible. Amar Ravashi. Chada, firstly, A, the Yavam, we never refer to the Yavam, the surviving brother where his deceased brother passed away, lo ikri acher. He's never referred to as an acher. If anything, he's the close one, not the other one. It's usually the opposite of the Yavam who's the acher. Well, even further, secondly, like point B, Ksiv, we have a Pasuk. And the Pasuk says, Vesina ha'isha acherayim, and you have, let's say, a woman, and she was uh, married, and then she got divorced, and then her second husband takes her, and he hates her. The Kasav law Sefer Krisus, and he writes out a get, which would sever the relationship. And then a few words later in the Pasuk, O Kiyamus Ha'isha Or the second husband drops dead. So we're equating if the second husband gives her a get, 
Two of the second husband drops dead. If you have a second husband, he gives his wife a get. She is totally on the market again. Af Misa, so too if the second husband drops dead. Sharia ve Goimeris. She becomes totally permissible once again. So it would be then to answer our question, how do you know? From where do we see that the Misa Sabah will totally free a woman, um, there's no way that the ish acher means the yavam. It can't be. The acher is like the opposite of yavam. And secondly, the psukim itself equates the man who had given her a get her status to a man who had died. Then the Mishnah back on Daf Beis talks about a yavama. How's the yavama acquired? How does she acquire herself? A yavama situation, her husband died, there were no children, the surviving brothers. We said she can be nicknamed with Bia. Really? How do you know that? Well, Amar Kra, Pasuk says, it's pretty clear this one. Okay, her, I guess her brother in law, her Yavam, will have relations with her and take her as a wife. Okay, the Bia definitely works. Well, okay, Bia works. Maybe also Kesef and Star will work just like a regular relationship. Ve'ema, Lakula, Milsa, Ke, Isha. Maybe it should be. In all ways, because the puzzle did say, like, maybe here also add in Kesav and Shtar to the Bia. That's not really a possibility. By the way, the Pasuk of Yivama Yavoyaleha is Dvarim Chafhei Pasuk Hei, the middle phrase of Pasuk Hei. So the Gemara now answers, Lo Sakadaitach If a Brysa that, no, no, that, that's not possible to say that a Yavam can acquire his Yivama with like Kesav or with Shtar. Like we see in the following Brysa. Says the Brysa, Yochel you Kesavishtar Goimrimba. Exactly our point. You might think that a Yavam who gives Kesef or gives Shtar to his Yavama can acquire her Kederach Shehabia Goimerisba, just like him having relations with her, finishes off the deal. Tamulaymar. No, no, to that the Pasuk says, Ve Yibma. This, by the way, is Perik Chafe, Pasuk He, a little bit later in Pasuk He. And he will be miyabim her. That's him having relations with her. That is that extra phrase there to tell us that what acquires for a yavam, his yavama, bia, the in kesef ushtar but not kesef ushtar. That's the end of the raisa. But maybe say that, and we know this is a limu that you learn from the pasuk, you know what that means? Whether it's nice or not nice, he can even do it by karcha. A surviving brother can essentially rape his deceased brother's wife, and yibum is good. It could do it totally against her will. Again, not recommended, but it would work. Ve yibma de balkarcha miyabim. And where do we learn that it can even be balkarcha against her will? From ve yibma. That's our pasuk. Answers the Gemara that no. If the pasuk was only coming to tell us one of those two things, im kain, that it's only to tell us that bia is what finishes it off then it could have said, lemakra, a less extensive word, ve'yibem, is what the Pasuk could have said. My, what's the longer version of the word, ve'yibma, shamas mina, tarti, we learn out from that, both things, number one, that bia, and only bia, and number two, balkarcha. Bechalitza, then there were uh, a couple ways for her to sort of get out of that. Her husband died, there were no children, she's got a surviving brother, he can either do chalitza or drop dead, and she's free. The chalitza, okay, minnalon, where do we know uh, chalitza 
from. Now, not so much where we know Chalitza from, but where do you know that Chalitza is now on the market again? She can go on to J-Date or get set up you know, with some other guy. How do we know that frees her? Well, the Pasuk says, and this is uh, over there, it's uh, Pasuk Yud. It says, V'nikrash may be Yisrael. Once the Chalitza ceremony is done, it says, Beis Chalutzana, which is Kevan Shechalatzbana. Once they go through the shoe ceremony, which is known as Chalitza, Hutra L'chol Yisrael. That's Nikrash might be Yisrael. She's on the market available. Okay, so we learn that from the Yisrael term. Really? Ask the Gemara, hi, Yisrael. I put Yisrael in quotation marks from the Pasuk of Yisrael. Lahachi Hudas, that what it comes to teach us, that she's butchered now to any Yisrael. Hi, but we thought, me by we need it for something else. Look at the Tani Roshmul Bar Yehuda, the following one and a half line, Tanaic source. Can you go to the Supreme Court of the United States of America to have your Chalitza ceremony performed? No. Can you go to some Stam Bastin of a couple righteous rabbis? Yes, we know that because it says Be Yisroel. Jews is the uh, context in, in which a Chalitza ceremony works. Based in Shal Yisroel, the Loba based in So you need the term Be Yisroel that you said has to be a Jewish court that oversees it. Well. It's a correction here, Gaelic. It's, it, 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 it could be Geirim, it could be not, not, you need naturally born Jews because of Xeros HaKosov, could be Goyim. Either way, the Israel term is needed for something else. Either to teach you that Geirim are no good, either to teach you Goyim are no good. But you know what? It's not a problem because if you look there, not only in Pasuk Yud is there a Israel term, but if you Pasuk earlier in Pasuk Zayim, there's also a Israel term. Trey to, this one word in quotation marks, Israel Xivi, it says it twice. Okay, so you got two darshanable terms. Still, the Gemara presses on and says, Vakati, but still, me by Alelika We need it for yet another issue. You need one of those Yisrael terms. And here is a three line Brisa. Amar Rabbi Yehuda. Once we were uh, young, got becoming Gedolim, Tamidichamim, rabbis, we were in the presence of Rabbi Tarfin. Ubasa Yevama, and came along a situation of a Yevama, a woman whose husband died, there were no children, Lachloitz, to do a Chalitza ceremony, and we were there in the crowd. Va'amarlanu, and Rabbi Tarfin told us, Anu Kulchem Vamru, y'all in the crowd, like speak up and say together, Chalutzanal, Chalutzanal. Okay, now where do we know that from? Who's the crowd? V'nikra shmoi b'Yisroel That's what we know from the Yisroel. So we need the Yisroel term for teach us this, that everyone in the crowd has to say this line. The answer is that no. We know that from the Pasuk, but not from the Yisroel term, rather from the other term. Hahu mi, this two-word quote, v'nikra shmoi, and they will call his name, they will declare that this is a case of Nafka, that's where we learn it from. So the B'Yisroel term is not necessary, but the V'nikra Shmo term is Nikra Shmo. The whole crowd says, Chalutzanal, Chalutzanal. And the two B'Yisroel terms is one B'Yisroel that has to be naturally born Jewish judges. And also what we were going to use it for, which is once that she goes through the Chalitza ceremony, she's totally on the market again to marry anyone. The last thing in the Mishnah was that if you have a case of a woman whose husband died, there's no children, one of the ways she can get out is if the Yavam, let's say there's one surviving brother, he gets hit by the bus and dies, she's free. Minalan, where do we know that from? Well, Kalva Chaimer, colon, Ma Eishasish, a regular married couple. What happens if the woman goes and has relations with some other guy? That's like Chenek, that's the death penalty. Ma Yet, if her husband drops dead, 
and then she has a relationship with someone else, Misa Sabal Matirasa makes her totally permissible and on the market again. Then Kama Ayevama, what happens if Yevama was waiting to do Yibum, has her relations with some other guy? It's only a love. Now it's not recommended, but it's only a low sase, she beloved, like shikane, that if the one who was ossering her on a much lower level drops dead, that she should also be totally mutter. The Gemara has a pircha to this and says, well, you can't necessarily use that logic. You were learning it from Eishasish, Mala Eishasish, because Eishasish actually is different than a case of Yavam and Yavama. Shikane Yoitza beget. Eishasish, as serious as it might be, can the husband just write out a flimsy get and have Vadim and give it to her and then she's totally on the market again? Yes. Toymar Bezur, you're going to say the same in the case of a Yavam and Yavama. Let's say Yavam gives his wife, his Yavama, a get. Does that do anything? No, on a Dorai Slava, it does nothing. Toymar Bezur, Shane, Yoitzab, a get. So you can't really bring Eishasish into the discussion. The Gemara says, well, that's not really a Pircha because Hanami Yoitzab, Chalitza. Right. The type of way specifically a get won't work for Yavam and Yavama, but Chalitza will work. Ella, rather, if you want to make a pircha, do it like this. matira. The one who ossers her is the one who matters her. In other words, what happens when Eishasish? Who's ossering her to every other guy in the world? The fact that the husband was there. Well, and the husband is the one who, when he's no longer there, will matter to everyone. As opposed to this case, where when you have a Yavam and Yavama, who ossered her in the first place to everyone? The husband. And now we want some other guy, his surviving brother, to matter her? Amravashi, Ravashi says, no, you're looking at it wrong. Hanami Oisra In the case of Yavam and Yavama, it's also the one who's going to matter is the one who's ossering her. You know why? Let's say a guy drops dead and there's no children and leaves a widow and doesn't have any brothers. She's totally free. So what is it that's asking her? Not original marriage to the first guy, but rather the fact that there is a surviving brother at the moment her husband dies, that's what's asking her. Yavam Aisra, Yavam Sharila. Okay. The Gemara wants to take a little jump in logic now that we're connecting Eishasish um, to a case of a Yavam and Yavama. Vatehei, I put a triangle on the word Vatehei. And five lines later, first word in a line is another, Vatehei. And it should be, and we're going to try to go between Eishasish and Yavama to uh, conclude something, both of which are going to be rejected. So here's the first. Vatehei Eishasish Yoitza Maybe if you have a married couple, man and a wife, it's not working out. Maybe the husband should be able to do a Chalitza ceremony with the wife and free her that way. And you have Kavachomer logic. Colon. Ma Yavama Sheina Yoitza Beget. Yavama gets not so strong because it won't work to sever the two of them in their relationship. Yet, Yotzebe Chalitza, Chalitza is strong enough. Kama, Zu, when you have like a regular married couple, She Yotzebe Get, that can be severed by this sort of flimsy type of institution called Get, Einoidin, She Yotzebe Chalitza. Not all the more so that Chalitza should sever the relationship between the two of them. Well, maybe you might say that if you only had logic, but you can always fall back on the Pasuk to reject the logic. Amar Kra, the Pasuk says regarding a married couple, Sefer Krisus. You know what severs a relationship? Only a written document, specifically a written document that's a get, Sefer Korsa, the Ein Davaracha, and there's no other ceremony or institution that can sever that relationship. Okay, so the Pasuk says specifically Sefer Krisus, and that's it. Okay, how about the other way? Vatehe, the triangle on this Vatehe, Vatehe Yavama Yotzebe Get, Mikavachem, the other way, maybe a Yavam and a Yavama, she should go get, she should be able to go free based on receiving a get. 
And the logic would go like this. This chalitza work to sever relationship between man and wife? No. Yet, yoytzeh get, get does. Then, zu, we're talking about a yavani yavoma, sheyoytzeh bechalitza, that can use this less than uh, totally strong, all useful chalitza to sever it. Enoidin sheyoytzeh beget. Well, now this question is going to take us a little bit longer to develop an answer to it. We're going to have two attempts and then a final approach. First attempt is here. I put a number one in the margin. About uh, eight, nine lines later, you're walking along the road singing la, 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 the la, la, uh, the last two words in the line, about eight lines later. And three lines below that is na'al. That would be the third. It's actually going to be not only attempt, but that'll be the Gemara's final answer. So again, the question is that a Yavama, her Yavam should be able to give her a get, and that would sever the relationship. So why don't we say that? Well, Amar Kra, because the Pasuk says, Kacha, and now Kacha, like this, and that's a bit of a um, poetic term, it's not really necessary, but in, uh, in darshaning terms, Kacha is Ikuva, when it, it's a, a Pasuk's telling you something, and it says thusly, which is really a necessary word. It's actually necessary for the drusha purposes to tell you this way and only this way. Okay, so there's no way that a Yavama is going to go with a get. You know how Yavama goes out? Chalitza and only Chalitza. Or Misas Ha Baal and only Misas Baal. At this point, what we're asking is that she should go out with a get. The Chol Are you then saying, asks the Gemara, that wherever you have a topic being discussed in the Pesukim, and there's a lotion of ikuva there, one of those extra terms that tell you like this, that what it's telling you is lo darshi kalvachomer, that all kalvachomer logic, leave it at the door. You can't bring that into discussion because we have an ikuv term, really? Vaha, now we're going to go about two years earlier in the Dafyomi back to Meseches Yuma, by Yom Kippur. Vaha Yom HaKippurim, Dixiv, you have uh, two seirim, and they're exactly the same. And one is actually used as the chatas, korban for Hashem, on Yom Kippur ceremony. The other one is used as the scapegoat, so to speak, the one that gets pushed off the cliff out of the mikdash. And how do we know that? Because the Pasuk there in Vayikra Tezayin says, um, Goyral, that's in Pasuk Ches, and also has in that parsha the term Chuka, and Chuka is an ikuv term. Vitanya, and what do we know about that? Well, we have a brysa that goes for just over five lines and starts here. In Vayikra, Tezayin, in Pasuk Tes, it says, Ve'asahu chatas. This is one of the two seirim, and you make it a chatas. What do you mean you make it a chatas? How do you make it a chatas? Ha'goyrel oisa chatas, the drawing of lots. There was one that said Lashem, one that said Azazel. That's what declares to be a chatas. Ve'ain Hashem oisa chatas. Just making a verbal declaration would not work. It has to be that the lot is drawn for this animal. Sheyachal, you might have thought to say, Valoidinhu that mm, logic could have told me that otherwise. In general, if you draw lots to decide on something, um, that's not going to work. You need to have a verbal declaration of the person bringing the item, kidesh hashem. Then makam in a place where kidesh hagoral that the girl does work, and therefore like the kohen gadol and yom kippur should be able to declare, yeah, this here looks good uh, to be the one the chatz hashem. I want to do it that way. Talmud Laimar, to that the. Pasuk says, Va'asahu chatas. In other words, Va'asahu chatas is, it's repeated 
and you should make it, we already know it's a chatas. This is the girl being chatas. What is it telling you? That the girl and only the girl. The girl chatas vein Hashem chatas. But not just a verbal declaration. Now, that's the end of the Tanaic source. The Gemara is going to conclude its point. The time of the reason apparently is because Demate Kra. That the Pasuk was mamayit that from a possibility. Halav hachi. Apparently if the Pasuk itself had not been mamayit that, Darshinan, it would have been possible to Darshina Kalva Chaymer, even though Afagav Dixi And what we were saying is that whenever there's an Ikuva term, the whole Kalva Chaymer discussion doesn't even get off the ground, and here yet we see it does. Well, back to the drawing board. This would be a second attempt. Amar Kra, this is back um, by uh, a married woman and by a Yavama, and we're saying maybe a Yavama should be able to be freed from her Yavam if he gives her a get. No, no, no. Get. Very specific who it works for. The Pasuk says, Vikasav law, safer creases, like husband for wife. Amar Kra law, which we darshan to mean law, Valoli Yavam, and not in a similar case where you have a Yavam, is Yavama, that if the Yavam writes how to get that, will not work. Okay, but then we use that law term for something else. Vema, law, that when it says the husband, Vikasav law, safer creases, that tells me Lishma, that it has to be for her. Well, that's true. But if you look in the Psukim, tray to one word in quotation marks, la, ksivi, in Pasuk Aleph it has the la word, and in Pasuk Gimel it also has the la word. So you have two of them. But is two enough? Vakati, but still, me by lay, you need chad, the word la in quotation marks tells me lishma. The idach, and the other la word, let's call it in Pasuk Gimel, tells me la, velo, and not la olechaverta. Imagine in the old days when you'd have wives. So you might have one wife named Betty and one wife named Sue. Or you might have one wife named Betty and another one Betty. You married Betty Schwartz and you married Betty Moskowitz and they're both named Betty. So can you write out a get, write out a get for Betty and Betty? You got the same name. Will that work? No, no, no. It's one woman per divorce document, not two women per divorce document. So you need the law terms to teach both those things. You need law to teach that number one has to be lishma for her, and number two, one wife per get, not more. Ella Amar Kra, this is the third approach that the Gemara brings. How do you know that a Yavama can't get set free using a get? Well, the Pasuk says by a Yavama, how does she get set free? Na'al. Shu. In other words, the Chalitza ceremony. Na'al in no. You got to go through the shoe ceremony. In other words, we know as a chalitza, not anything else like maybe a get. Okay, so where do we know it from the naal term? Really, ask them where v'hai naal. That's used in uh, pasuk yud over there. Lahachiudasa? Question mark comma. That's what it's used for. I thought we need that naal term for something else. Hi, me baileleke for that which is price that we had right at the end of Maseches. Yavamas, Bryce, we're going to quote it, goes till the top line on uh, Amud Beis. Pasuk says, if you're going through the Chalitza ceremony, the Yavam uses one word quotation mark, Na'aloi. That's in Pasuk Tess. His shoe. Okay. Ainli Ella Na'aloi. So it sounds like it has to be literally his shoe. Kama, Na'al shall call Adam and How do you know that he could use somebody else's shoe and the ceremony would still be valid? Well, Tamaloimer, because in the next Pasuk, in Pasuk Yud, it also uses again, which is apparently a necessary, because you already know there's a shoe involved here, Na'al in Pasuk Yud, which on top of the Na'al, which was already told us in Pasuk Tess, Reba is a Reboi. So not only his shoe, but also somebody else's shoe. Well, Im Kane, if that's the case, Ma Tamaloimer Na'aloi. 
Na'aloi sounds like his shoe. But if you tell me it could be his neighbor's shoe, so then what do you need his shoe for? Well, it, it's his shoe or somebody else's shoe, but somebody else's shoe that's fitting for him. That's Na'aloi hara'ui loi. It has to be a shoe that's fitting for him. Prat, to the exclusion, we'll have three exclusions here. Number one, Lagadol shein yachol Let's say his next door neighbor is, I don't know, Karim Abdul Jabbar or Luel Sindor or any basketball player. You ever see their shoes? They're enormous. Walking in their shoes would look ridiculous. So if it's a shoe that's much too big, that will not work for Khalitsa. Prat, let's say next door you have a midget who lives there. I've never seen midgets like in real life with their shoes, but I imagine their shoes are much too small. Could he use in the Khalitsa ceremony shoe? No. Prat le cut on a little tiny shoe, Shane Khaifes, Ray Vroglet, that doesn't cover the majority of his foot. And number three, Prat, another type of shoe that would be invalid is sort of like a defective type of shoe, me sulaim or me sulaim, she'en loy ekev. It doesn't really have a sole, maybe, possibly, or a heel. It's missing some essential part of the shoe. That's what it's coming to exclude. Bottom line, it seems like we need that term na'al to teach us this. We don't have it available to teach us that a woman who is a yavama can only be separated using chalitza and not a get. And just a good morning with this, we'll conclude. The Pasuk there could have just written a more general term, na'al. My, what's within Pasuk Yud when it said, ha na'al, emphasis on the hey, the extra hey, shamis mina, tarti, we can learn out from this both. Adkan.